I'm Brad Jay, and this is your Tame Your Talent podcast, effective for your uh, pre-Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving Eve, if you will, just a day before Thanksgiving, and here we are at it again. Wow, love to be back here doing it for you. Hey, subscribe on Tame Your Talent on the YouTube page. You can subscribe right there, YouTube, Tame Your Talent. Make sure you uh, sign up to get all these. Finally, starting to put the podcast up on YouTube as well as iTunes and what have you there as well. So finally making it happen and getting it to where it needs to be. And now getting the podcast onto YouTube is what I've been trying to do. So there we go. So you're going to see my, my ugly mug delivering it to you pretty much all the time. So here you go. Podcast for your pre-Thanksgiving and uh, happy to be out here rocking you and bringing it all to you. Now you can, uh, of course, follow me on uh, my social media, Brad J-A-Y-M-C, Brad J-A-Y-M-C on social media. And of course, you can tune into my radio show, Classic Rock, KTYD.com, KTYD.com. You can tune in to my Classic Rock show in Santa Barbara. So pretty cool stuff. Indeed, I'm on 7 a.m. to 12, no, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m., and you can check it out at ktyd.com. All right. Time to get into it. Uh, wow. Yesterday talked a lot about some of the things, meeting Brad Noel from Sublime, Noel from Sublime uh, back in the day. And then today I wanted to talk about, we got the Olympics coming up. I'm doing, I'm announcing all these Olympic qualifiers on the way. I got uh, probably about, what, four or five Olympic qualifiers I got to do before I go to Beijing in February to do the Olympics there. And I'm going to be traveling around. And uh, big news, of course, Sean White. We all know who he is. To, he's trying to come back and uh, go for another gold medal this time in Beijing. He won the gold medal uh, out there in Pyeongchang. Had trouble in Korea. I mean, got got the win in Korea. Got the gold. Uh, Sochi got fourth place, missed the podium. But also got the gold in Vancouver in 2010. Now, Sean White getting a little longer in the tooth. And the other riders are getting a little bit younger. So, He's got his work cut out for it. But I wanted to bring up a story of... Uh, I've known Sean White for a long time. Okay. I take it back to the first time I met Sean was back in 2000. Right? Many, you know, 21, 21 years ago. Right? I uh, met him on the Tony Hawk Tour. I was out there on the Tony Hawk Tour. We were uh, uh, going up to skate parks and we were putting on demos. And Tony and, and Sean were good friends. So, there you go. That's how that worked out. So I was on on tour. Tony Hawk tour became, you know, just like Sean. He became a little bit of a friend. You know, he's uh, he was young at the time. I was, I'm de- definitely much older than him. But uh, we became friends, skated together with him a few times, and and just had a good time with him, watching him kind of grow on tour back in those days. And he he's always been a good kid, good family, good mom, good upbringing all the way. So big props to Sean and his family. Well, there was a time that I had to give Sean advice. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have taken the advice I gave him sooner. He didn't, and, uh, you know, he could have, I think, if he would have listened to me, things could have been different. And you're like, well, Brad, he won two gold medals. What could be different? He could have a third gold medal. All right, and here's what I'm talking about, okay? I don't know if Sean would admit to this, but maybe he would. It was 2012, 2013, somewhere right around there, okay? We were on the Mountain Dew Tour, and Sean was competing in skateboarding. And Sean had said that he is going to compete in slope style and in half pipe at the Olympics in Sochi. That was his plan. He's like, I'm going to do it. And you got to give the guy credit. For one, first off, he hadn't competed in slope style in years. 
But here's a guy who could win in slopestyle, won gold medals at, you know, X Games in slopestyle a long time ago, 2004, 2005, 2006, back in those days, right? But then he just focused on half pipe. So, so Sean was like, you know, I'm going to make a comeback in slopestyle. I'm going to compete in both at the Olympics. Well, to me, I've been part of six different Olympic games as an announcer. And I'm going to say this. There's a lot that goes into it. And so when you're going to com- commit to one sport, that's one thing. But to commit to more than one with practice time, all that that goes into it, you're being pulled in so many different directions. It's not easy. And so I remember, I don't know, I think it was, I was at Boston. I don't know. It was somewhere I ran into him, uh, Sean White, in the uh, concourse of the stadium we were, we were doing for the Dew Tour. And I went up to Sean. I just said, Sean, are you really going to do this? He goes, yeah. And I go, man, I really think you should just focus on just competing in half pipe and go for the golden half pipe, right? That's what you should do. Focus on that. That's your bread and butter. I know you're good at slope style, but you know what? Focus because you're going to be pulled in too many directions. So what happened was, now when you're in two sports, you have practice times um, that are scheduled, right? So these practice times, because one is slope style, one is half pipe, two different venues completely. So the, the practice times could overlap. So he would have to go from one practice to another. And that's not easy to do. Anyone who can do that, that's pretty amazing stuff. And Sean, if anyone, is the guy who can do it, right? You would think. But what happened was, one of his practices for slope style, he took a big, hard hit and hit his head pretty good. In fact, I got a picture with him after this had happened to him, and he has a big blood spot in his eye because he, he got hammered pretty hard. So for him, that meant that uh, he needed to think about it. Was he going to go and compete in both still? And so he backed out of slope style and competed only in half pipe and focused on it for the rest of the time because of that injury. He had to pull out because it was that gnarly. I mean, now you're going to jeopardize getting a medal in anything so or competing in half pipe. That's, like I said, it's bread and butter. So he pulls out. And the good news for Team USA, like we could have used him in there, but Sage Kotzenberg from Park City comes out and wins the gold medal that year in slope style for Team USA. So it takes the win. So that was covered. So it's kind of forgot about a little bit. But Sean tried to focus strictly on half pipe. And that half pipe was not in good condition. The half pipe that was cut for the Sochi Olympics, a lot of the riders complained, not me. I didn't ride the half pipe, but a lot of the riders complained. Uh, including Danny Davis and guys like that, saying that it just was not in good shape and it was not ready for that type of a competition. All right, so Sean goes out, competes, doesn't doesn't even get a medal, gets like, I think, fourth place, and Yuri Podlogikov goes out and gets the gold medal for Team Switzerland. So I look back at that and go, I remember that day on the due tour where I said, you know, like a year and a half before the Olympics, I said, you should really just focus on one as someone who's been there and not not been in his shoes, but been at the Olympics and seeing what athletes go through on training regiment, that's not easy to do. And so that's what I was trying to talk Sean into. Like, hey, man, take it easy. Maybe you shouldn't think about that. And what happens in the long run, he has to pull out and he competes in half pipe and doesn't get a medal in that. And I think that fired him up. That fired Sean White up. So he came out to Pyeongchang and he took, he took the gold medal. And... What is funny on this whole on that whole story is so I was in Pyeongchang too as well. So I was announcing Sean's one, run 
uh, to the live crowd when he when he won the gold medal that day in Pyeongchang. And what was crazy about that whole thing was, so he comes down, he gets his run, he gets his run in, and he's waiting for the score, right? And so this is the score that's going to do it. If he beats the guys ahead of him, he's going to win the gold medal. Okay. So here it comes. The score comes out. And then I make the announcement. It's a, it's a fact. Sean wins. He wins the gold medal. And I go, on the biggest day of his life, Sean White has the best run of his life to win gold medal. And that was what I announced, right? Which was really cool. Like, it felt like tingly because I was making that announcement in the stadium. And it's just right at the right time. It had drama to the statement. As a professional announcer, you really live for those type of moments where you get a chance to shine on what you're saying. And so to do that with Sean was really cool to be able to say that. And Siri stole it, or somehow it made it to Siri, okay? Because listen to this. Later on that day, uh, after the day's over, Sean wins the gold medal, yada, yada. I ran into his mom in the store, congratulated her. I hadn't seen her in years. And uh, just so much, so, so much stoked for their family to see Sean come back and get that gold medal in Korea. And... I get back to my hotel and I go, Siri, tell me some news about Sean White. I kid you not. The words that came out of her computer mouth were on the biggest day of his life. Sean White has the biggest run of his life. Quote unquote. That was at a serious mouth. I had said that I was the one who said that. At the venue, I don't know who wrote that down, how it got plugged into that, how it came into news, or what have you, what how, what transpired. But that was so weird to be able to make that announcement that day and just have one of my one of my best announcing days ever. And to say that line and to hear Siri tell me that exact same line when I was back safe at my hotel room kicking back. So that was crazy to experience it the way I did. So. Big proud of that, man. I've known Sean White since he was about 11 years old, and I've announced him on so many skateboarding events, dude tours, snowboarding events. I've announced both of his perfect 100s, the one at X Games, the one at Aspen Snowmass, too, as well. So I know him quite well, and I look forward to seeing him with the comeback here in Beijing. And if I had to, like, kind of sum up his chances, I would still think that the, the Sean White run that he put down in Pyeongchang, if he was to put... And I could go into explaining to you all the tricks, but that's going to be way too much for you. That'll be brain overload. But if he goes and puts the same kind of run in that he did uh, back in Korea, that's that could get him on the podium. That could get him third. That could get him second. And if other guys have a hard time putting their runs down, that could get him first. So still, I feel like he's still an automatic chance for, for a podium finish. But wow, wouldn't it be great for him to go out on a swan song you know this is going to be his last Olympics. There's no way he's trying to come back and compete four more years from now. He'll be in his 40s, and all these kids will be way younger. And it's a sport where you're not you're not going to be that old. So I gotta wonder what it would be like for him to finish that way to see that happen. And I'm gonna find out because I'm gonna be there in Beijing. I'm announcing snowboarding. Not sure if I'm announcing half pipe or slope style yet, but I'm looking forward to finding out if Sean White can do it, come back and win a third gold medal. But uh, that was the story of when I gave him advice. And I tell you, I still think, if you ask me to be honest, if you would have taken my advice and said, you know what, Brad, you might be right. I'm going to focus on half pipe only for 2014 and not even think about doing slope style. Could he have won? He could have. 
we'll never know. There you go. There you go. Tame your talent. Subscribe YouTube. Subscribe to, of course, my podcast here on YouTube. And, of course, it's on Stitcher and iTunes too as well. You could get get it right there. Subscribe that way as well. Send me an email. You can do that. Tame your talent at gmail.com. Tame your talent at gmail.com. My social media, Brad J-A-Y-M-C. Brad J-A-Y-M-C. And you can see that on all the social fronts there. And if you like radio, if you like classic rock radio, got you covered. Yes, I do. I do a classic rock radio show in Santa Barbara on KTYD.com, 7 p.m. to midnight, Pacific uh, Standard Time, West Coast Time, right there. So tune in. Subscribe, Tame Your Talent on YouTube. I'm Brad J. Happy Thanksgiving. That's going to do it for Tame Your Talent Podcast.